Hi, welcome to another episode of So You Ruin the Party Again, the podcast where you are a good person, but sometimes you do bad things, but you'll be better. Um, and it is produced by Comedy Here Often Podcast Network. Today I am here with my co-host, Bobby Warner. Hello. And we have a very funny guest today. Excited to have him. It's uh, Damon Schritter. Hello. 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 Hello, guys. You can hear me fine? Yes, hey, yes. Great. You sound great. Okay, because I'm just going off the laptop mic. It I did have awesome. a real microphone I could have hooked up. I guess we should have tested that before. This that actually sounds great. good. This sounds okay. like better than most of our guests, so it's yeah. completely We've had fun, some yeah. real hunks of junk on, yeah. you know? Oh, as, really as guests or just their volume? Both. Oh, my Both. God. Okay. I bet you wouldn't believe. Oh. Randy's picks, okay? <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm glad I'm already ahead of the hunks of junk uh, oh, just yeah. by just by microphone testing. Yeah, so that's that's killer. That's what we like to hear. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. you guys are into wrecking house parties. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. not anymore. Not We're anymore. trying not to. Trying Wait, not this to. This podcast is here to atone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. This We're is atoning. our atonement. Well, that's good because I yeah. wrecked a lot of. I got some atonements to make. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. That's what we're here for, baby. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. I've, you uh, want to get right into it? Uh, Let's do we, it. We could. We could. I, I wrecked so many house parties, I kind of had to stop drinking. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> oh, did you? Brothers in arms. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I off the like, sauce. I, I fucked up too many. It was uh, it was too much. <laughs> yeah, me too. I, I think I bro I got to my limit. I was like, I better see what it's like when I don't wreck them. And uh, it's it's pretty dull, but you make it to the end. <laughs> yeah, it, you make it's it not, to the end. Yeah, it's better in different ways, but yes. uh, worse in many. Yeah. Yes. So <laughs> yeah. here we are. Okay. How long have you not drank for? Uh, I haven't drank in just over two years now. Hey, nice. Mm. Yeah, I'm yeah. about a year and a half. Damn. All right. Nice. Look at us. Look at yeah. us getting along. I mean, I've yeah. still, I've still taken, uh, you know, mushroom tablets and microdose and stuff. I do I have a microdose yeah. podcast. So, I, po- podcast. So I'm yeah. not. I'm just off the sauce. Yeah, I'm not yeah, off yeah. everything in your life that can cause Same. things to go sideways. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah. That's what I like to do. We're California sober, you know? That's what I just heard. I just heard that <laughs> California sober. Yeah. And here's the thing is I know nothing about um, pop culture. So the mm. woman I saw doing the interview on Joe Rogan yeah. about it, I don't know who that is. Who was it? Well, I don't know. I don't. Oh, if I could get. Oh, if I could get her name, I feel like. Oh, everyone must know this woman. She's on Joe Rogan, and she's like, "Well, I'm Maybe. a celebrity, so I got to be careful about what I say." And I'm like, "I have no idea who this lady is." <laughs> who is this lady? I have. Yeah, uh, I, I feel so. What's lost it called? California sober. California sober. She was is talking she about California how she's sober. Yes, that's. I just mm. heard it the other day. So she yeah. was talking about how she was California sober. It's pretty good. Oh, it's uh, Demi Demi Lovato? Yes. Oh, my God, really? I have no idea who that is. Who is that? She's a pop singer who, like, actually OD'd and almost died. Wow. Now she's California sober, baby. It makes sense. Did she have any good music, or is she just known for OD'ing and almost dying? And that's what No, she has good music. People like her. She does not. Um. (laughs) (laughs) I don't really listen to her, but I think, like, uh, people who are really into pop music do like her. But, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. she said she said she almost died, and she was seeing. Uh, now she can only see like uh, little bits of things. It's like hey, she stared at the sun like, too long. At that point, like go full uh. sober. Don't just do the California yeah. thing. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, I, go I, ahead. I, I think when you almost die, 
from yeah. an overdose yeah. on, uh, what did you say, crack and heroin. Wow. Uh, you should probably go full sober. California yeah. sober doesn't leave you a lot uh, left. That's... Yeah, you, you should also just move out of California for sure. So like, what is <laughs> California sober? It's just like psychedelics and weed? You, from what I can tell, you can smoke weed. Oh, okay. Yeah. You don't drink and you probably don't go into, I'm guessing you don't do heroin and uh, crack anymore or meth <laughs> yeah. or whatever else almost killed her. It's yeah, all off yeah. the list, but I think you're allowed to smoke pot. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't even really smoke pot, though. I, I just do, like, mushrooms every now and then. That's about it for mm. me. Bobby, look at you and I. Killing, the, killing it. It's great. <laughs> We're looking great, you know, yeah. looking hot as hell. All what, trim now. What do we call this, like, uh, BC sober? Is that when you just do some mushrooms? Yeah, and, yeah I'll uh, say And that, don't yeah. drink. We could call it, like... Um, Columbia sober. Yeah, yeah, or, like, woodsman That sounds sober. weird because it just sounds like you're doing... Mushrooms. You're not doing... Co you're just doing cocaine and not drinking. That, that would be... Sober. That is Colombian sober. Okay, you got me on that one. That's a good call. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, yeah, let's hear... Let's hear about you ruining some parties, well, why you had to get uh, Colombian sober. Well, since we were talking about mushrooms, I can say that the first time I ever ate uh, magic mushrooms was at a Halloween uh, costume, like house party. <laughs> and Not the best place to try them. No, no, I had never, I had never had them, and uh, they gave me the. Um, well, while it was winter, so it was kind of wet, so they gave me a big thing of tinfoil. And what I didn't realize was that was the mushrooms for all uh, five of us. Oh, God. <laughs> and they said, the guy said, here's your mushrooms. And I thought that was my dose. <laughs> so I ate all of it. Wow. And then I, you know, I ate it. And the, the guys asked me something like, oh, the guy gave them to me. He's over there. Get yours. And then they came back. And the guy was like, oh, that was for all of you. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, no. So, <laughs> it <was> brutal. <laughs> yeah, it was too, it was a little late. I was dressed as the mask with Jim Carrey. You remember the green guy? I went <laughs> yes, as the mask. Yes, I just so, rewatched that. It's good. Uh, yeah, so I was all dressed in, in like a yellow suit with the, uh, in, in green face. Back when going in green face wasn't a bad thing. Yeah. Like you were just out on Halloween. And uh, all of a sudden, like, it was like one minute I was talking to a guy in a Star Trek outfit, and next minute I was like, holy fuck, I got to get off this ship, right? But the whole <laughs> yeah. place, the halls got long. I freaked out. I didn't oh, know no. who anyone was, so I had to go. I ran out of the house party. I went out to a car to try and regroup, and they sent a, uh, they sent a guy out dressed as a witch, um, <laughs> all right who's got the scariest costume you yeah. go talk to him <laughs> yeah it was, i know it was dave lacassandau but just a guy dressed as a witch with a giant nose just climbed into a car and sat beside <laughs> me and tried to talk me down and let me know that i was okay to go back in which didn't work right i was like hey i you know get the fuck out of the car so i sat basically in the i sat in a car in pouring rain for about three hours of the party before wow. i showed back up Mm -hmm. And uh, I think I still won best costume. Nice. Yeah, came back in and uh, got the prize. <laughs> there Didn't wasn't sweat any all people your makeup left. Off? <laughs> no, I did. You know what the funny thing is? Somebody just sent me the picture, and I still had like, yeah, I had the full makeup on. I probably had green all over my suit, but yeah, yeah, just dinner plates for eyes. But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that was like um, that was eating mushrooms at a party. Is that what you're looking, or is that, or do we need parties that are wrecked more than that? Hey. 
All of it's good. I'm yeah. trying to think if I ever did mushrooms and fucked up a party. Did you, Randy? No, I, I've only done mushrooms like a handful of times. Really? Yeah, never at a party party. Dang. I think you should do them like in the woods or outdoors. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. There was also a show in Vancouver. The Urban Well would have an anniversary show once a year where on the anniversary, everyone on the show had to eat mushrooms. Whoa. <laughs> oh, my God. Was Damn. part of the deal. Uh, Brent Butt, who Corner Gas was the host, and so once a year he'd eat them because <laughs> uh, he thought they were funny. He said they just made his shins vibrate. He thought they were great. He didn't have a problem. <laughs> he was like, these these things are great. I feel fantastic. Yeah. So yeah. the deal was on the on the anniversary. It was the first second weekend in February, and everyone on the show uh, you had to eat the mushrooms, and then they drew uh, what number you were up. So you didn't oh know. God if you were going to be okay, or maybe uh, you could get the full dragon spot. You didn't yeah. know where You're you were going to. You hoping for first three, for sure. Yeah. yeah. You were hoping out of the gate uh, would be good. And I was always, I had drafted like six through nine, uh, the, oh, th God. the three years that they did it. So yeah, yeah. 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 I, I do remember that I must have said something about, because I had a nurse for a girlfriend then, and she, I was in the middle of the show, and I said something, and then she stuck her head out and started yelling, "You can't be telling! You can't be telling people this stuff in public about yeah. about us." Because she was a nurse. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I guess it started to go back and forth, and I didn't really realize what was going on. And Brent Butt asked, he popped his head out and asked if I needed a timeout, like if I, if he needed to, he would come out and cover for me if I needed to go sort this out before I finished my set. <laughs> and uh and i did i just did the set damn yeah i've only done comedy on hmm no i think i've actually done it like two or three times on psychedelics and uh it's always fun for me hit or miss with the audience how uh, long how long were you doing uh both times it was like one was like a seven minute spot one was like a five minute spot and one was like 10 minutes i've never done like a long set on them yeah but, uh, yeah the, the that was the the mushrooms was only like a seven minute or for us as well i think it would be like impossible to do a long one like i already was like jesus what the fuck am i doing you know so i feel like a long one because you can't really do a set list or anything you know you're kind of just like riffing and yes. uh fucking stuff up yeah. uh, <laughs> you're not really I, doing comedy um I did a full, uh, some really potent, uh, like finger rolled hash where mm. you're just, you know, when you smoke pot and you can't get off a couch or so oh, wrecked, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, someone gave me that before a show. I thought this hash would be like this stuff. This guy had from hockey where it didn't really affect it. Your body's yeah. a little high, but they gave it to me. And then I was headlining the show and I couldn't stand up. So they had oh. to pull me up. And then I said, <laughs> and, and I said to someone, like, give me those sunglasses. And they gave me some shades. And then I, I remember walking through the curtain and uh, realizing, like, oh, man, you're, you're fucked. You're never, never going to pull this off for 45 minutes. I couldn't tell oh, any time. So I just told the crowd. I started by saying, look, there's been a, a hash incident. Um, <laughs> I've smoked a lot of hash and I'm really, I'm accidentally way too high to do this show. So if I repeat anything or I fuck up, just, you know, let me know. And I, I think that helped the show immensely because as I went along and I'd be like, have I talked about this? And they were like, no, you're doing great. 
you're gonna make it. They were all on <laughs> my side. They yeah. were pulling for me to to get through this set, knowing that I was destroyed. And I guess it it, it worked out great. I if I repeated something, nobody called me out on it. Dang. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so. I've got too high before doing comedy before. Yeah, and definitely like just had a terrible time because in my head I would be starting a joke and I'd be like, oh my god, I've already told this one. And uh, I don't think I actually repeated any, but I was too paranoid to oh. enjoy it. So you 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 realized you were telling one and you put the brakes on or you your head said, I'm about to tell it and I'm you didn't do well, it? Yeah, I was already telling it and I was like, oh shit, I think I already told this joke. But that was every single joke in the set. I was just like, oh, oh okay. I think I already told this joke. But I just kept doing them and uh, they didn't do that great. But, uh, you know, that's life. <laughs> <laughs> so you're probably just having uh, flashbacks to your set before. Yeah, exactly. They, Who knows? Yeah, yeah, I have yeah. told this joke before in life. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah I, exactly. I don't ever, uh, I've never set out to do a set high other than the mushroom night. Mm -hmm. right? yeah, like yeah. I used to, I used to drink like a shot or a beer or something before a set. And I had, yeah. I did have sets where the crowd would continually send me shots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. And stuff. And B2. I had one where I, I it turns out I can't, uh, tequila makes my muscles shut off. Really? What? Yeah, I lose, uh, you know, in a movie when the guy is like, don't bury me, I'm not dead yet. He can see what's going on, but he oh, can't yeah. uh, talk. <laughs> yeah. uh, turns out tequila does that for me. I can see, I'm co I can comprehend everything, but I lose uh, my muscles Jesus. and my speech no longer work. Holy fuck. And they gave me this during a show one time. <laughs> they sent me some tequila shots in the middle and, near, and it, was, it started quickly and I could tell I wasn't going to make it. So I had to call another comic named Paul Meyerhog up yeah. on stage and I sort of mumbled the joke into his ear and then he told it as me. <laughs> <laughs> and the crowd thought it was great. They didn't realize that, you know, he did a perfect impression. Wow. And then he walked off stage and I guess I tried to say one more thing and then I just clapped my hands. Yeah. I was like, I'm done. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Show's over. Wow. What about you, Randy? What's the drunkest you've ever been for a show? I've I've told like that story. Like you have. Though, oh, no. uh, <laughs> you, now you got to do it on the podcast again. Well, no, like, I already. I just told it like last okay. time we recorded. It was like something about like we did this show that was called like it was about drinking. So everyone oh, was doing yeah. shots at it. Yeah. So then I went to Yuck Yucks after for my next set, and was like blacked out. And Whoa. kept saying to the audience, "That's funny." <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what? You might be able to pull it off because you do have that, like, where you just pause and something seems kind of weird in the middle of your set. Sometimes, <laughs> where you have that, oh well, no, and then you, you just kind of giggle. Last, don't get yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, house party. Oh, and I did. Um, I was at a house party once where uh, a bunch of uh, skinheads Whoa. showed up. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, like uh, they uh, – it was an Australian guy that we knew held the party. So we mm -hmm. all – we were at this guy's Australian party and it was late at night because the Australian rugby football championships were on and they mm. had to watch them from our time zone here to theirs. And then these bunch of – 
skinhead guys in combat boots and stuff. So this is somewhere <laughs> at the end of the nineties, like when you you got like you know when you see a movie about the nineties skinheads walking around like Edward Norton style from yeah. American, a group of guys like that showed Jesus. up, and uh, you kind of do well. This party, this is getting dangerous. You know, I don't yeah. know if you've been in a party when you realize, uh oh, oh, I have. <laughs> yeah. it's it's full of danger. But uh, <laughs> but I'm I'm not like a guy who just walked into a party where I don't know anyone and they're like, oh, this is danger. I should probably leave. Yeah, it's like when you're like, oh, this is my friend's party and it's getting dangerous. Yeah, and uh, and then somewhere somewhere uh, one of these skinhead guys punched the Australian guy. <laughs> and the host? He, the host got punched right. He basically got, he didn't quite get knocked out on his feet, but he flew against the wall and he was sliding down. And, and at that point, the entire party exploded into a uh, full brawl fight. Uh, every, I'm not even like a fighty guy. Yeah. But I had to, I was close as I was on the stairs. I had to grab the guy who punched the Australian <laughs> and start punching. Basically, I was punching anybody who didn't have hair. <laughs> There's like this poor like kid with cancer. Home, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there, uh, there was people screaming. I, uh, one friend of mine said that the, his beer can, when it was over, was crushed because two guys started fighting and crushed his beer can. He stayed oh, up. But shit. everybody was it exploded into a giant fight. And then they were sort of firing skinheads out the door. There was more regular people than there were skinheads. That's the good part of the story. Debatable. Uh, Well, yeah, debatable. (laughs) I guess depending on if you're on the skinheads uh, side. But they were sort of throwing skinheads out. And the last, when they went to chuck out the door, my hand got stuck, like tangled up in his jacket. So as they threw him out, I got pulled out the front door, Uh down the port, and the door slammed behind me. And then I rolled down the, the steps and it was me and like, I don't know, 10 skinheads. Uh-oh. And uh, yeah, and I just remember them, like I could feel fists and hear them flying by my head. And then the door opened and uh, luckily some guys with hair again came running up and kind of rescued me. And uh, I remember they pulled me in, the skinheads kind of fought their way down the street and I had like a, my finger was bent, like from being like broken. So I had to go, you know, I just had a, you know, a bloody nose and a really badly broken finger that's still wrecked to this day. Like I had to go get it set. So Jesus. Uh, yeah. I was in a terribly violent, horrible party gone wrong. <laughs> yeah. uh, but that's what happens when you invite skinheads. Yeah. That's or a don't invite call. them. I don't know how they got there. You know, some people sometimes show yeah. up to a party that shouldn't be there. It's true. It's weird when they do that. Cause it's like, no, like you if someone's not wanted, they get those vibes. Yeah. You know, but, why would you want to be in that situation where people are just like, we don't want to be around you? I feel like skinheads probably kind of like that. <laughs> yeah, I think they're used, used to, to that vibe. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe they're there to think like, oh, we could go pick up some women at this party. Yeah. Hair yeah. guys aren't, aren't going to beat us up. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what they're thinking because it's – Obviously, what the thing is at one of those parties is somebody in that party knew one of the skinheads and invited them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Put out the word, ran into them while they were getting beers, and were like, <laughs> oh, hey, Adolf, we're going to a party. Uh, if you Bunch want to drop cool by. Guys. Yeah. Yeah. I just yeah. gave him an address, told him, like, you know, if you're not doing anything on Friday, stop by. <laughs> and then they showed up with, like, 12 uninvited friends. 
Yeah. And uh, they really wrecked, a, really wrecked a house party, right? Dang. That's like in high school when, so like my high school was against kind of like the other high school. And sometimes you'd have a party uh, yeah. and then the guys from the other high school would come and it would be like this lot of animosity like a fight's gonna break out just because they go to different high schools <laughs> like it's really dumb yeah that was common were you like was your high school in the same town or was this like a rival town high school were um, they, like in the movie outsiders i think where they come i think it was like so our town was peace river and then the other town was grimshaw which is like the closest town to us it's and then it was name. Grimshaw yeah. Yeah, so like the Grimshaw, Grimshaw. Yeah. people come to a party but it, uh, I can't really remember what I'm so old now would they come like in a load of, <laughs> you know, of pickup trucks the Grimshaw yeah, kids well, just yeah, all it's in Alberta. pickup trucks yeah. yeah everyone just had a truck you know <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah that's those are uh, yeah those are parties I try to um, avoid although I did used to like a good outdoor pit party when I was mm-hmm. a kid. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I hated those Did parties you? when I was in high school. Love them now. Yeah, well, <laughs> so the you go to the high school parties? Go back to the high school parties? Come on. <laughs> I'm the king, baby. <laughs> are, you, are you like a fire maker? Do you remember yeah, those parties? Yeah, you know, I there make was the always... fire. I give all the hot kids beers. <laughs> yeah. I just watch. I don't do anything. Okay. There's always those people watch, who yeah. jump through the fire. Like, they're oh. like, they get drunk and they're like, let's jump Check through the fire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. And now the – and now – so did you guys ever have where you go camping with some friends now and they're in their 30s or whatever and there's a drunk guy who still is jumping through (laughs) the fire just like he was like you're like man (laughs) you're almost 40 and you're (laughs) jumping through a real fire he's gonna bust a hip my man yeah (laughs) oh those guys are yeah they're still around but there was always good fire start you know there was kids who started the fire that was their whole mission Managed oh, yeah. to scrounge up some wood. <laughs> Look at uh, it the whole night. Say, yeah, pretty good, huh? Yeah, yeah. not so yeah. bad. <laughs> Fire starters. And, should, uh, we, uh, should we do the TMI corner? No, tell us the the super bad. Yeah. All right. I uh, told you too just before we went on air. I was at the actual. For those of listening, um, the movie Super Bad, the party that uh, they go to where the guy is beaten up out front. Yeah. The super bad party. I was at the actual party that is based on and written around. That's crazy. Yeah. So like Seth Rogen and Adam with Goldberg. uh Is that his name? Were there? Yeah. Adam. uh, Yes. Seth and Adam were there. And uh, Seth's mother, Sandy. (laughs) Yeah. Because she used to take Seth to the shows, right? She had to bring him. He was not... uh, 19 or eight or old enough to get into where we did the shows without his mother being there. Mm-hmm. So we all went. Uh, so Seth and I start, it's kind of like we're in the same graduating class of comedy. Like we started out the same time. Yeah, yeah. So we're in a lot of shows together. So I know I'm like from, from that time. So after this party, I don't know. I don't remember how we got the whole invite or that, but there was another, a group of like this comic guy, Carrie Talmadge, who was moving away. And it was a bunch of like, pro comic guys that they had been around like they were the old the headliner guys that we didn't really know but we got invited to the party mm-hmm. yeah so we loaded up uh, seth's mom drove us we were all in the car um 
Evan was in the car. That guy, I still uh, have never heard that guy speak. Like <laughs> really? he, he didn't talk at all the whole party. So we got we got to the party, <laughs> and what it's based on is that these guys, these older headliner guys, were all a bunch of uh, coke head guys. Mm, yeah, yeah. And yes. they were doing like coke all over at this place. And I wasn't like a coke guy. I didn't know anything about coke. I was like in Seth's sort of, I was older than him, but like I wasn't, you know, in a parties where people were uh, openly doing coke in places. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we were just mostly in the kitchen. Seth, Seth and, and Evan were allowed to smoke pot. Say they were, I don't know. I'd say they were 15, 16. They're probably somewhere around there. And they were allowed to smoke pot. They didn't drink, but their mm -hmm. mom was like, you can smoke as much pot as you want. There was a pig, uh, like a real live <laughs> pot, uh, whatever pig walking around this party. These people oh had God. a pig. Because uh, that, that bit Evan. He did it enjoy bit that. It bit, yeah, he got, he got, I think it was him who got bit by the pig. Because I just, and and I only know it as Evan now, because at the time I was like, oh, that's uh, Seth's friend, that guy that he brought with him that was over there. So the pig bit him and Seth's friend was kind of like, ah, oh, the fucking pig bit me. That's, I did hear him talk. So let's say I did hear him talk. <laughs> and then these guys were like, uh, they, they were doing coke in another area, but they'd come back in and be all kind of coked up. And, that's, and I was almost like the kid who got trapped in the coke room. Yeah. <laughs> like in the movie because I went you're McLovin I was no not <laughs> no no not that, was, the, that was the, Michael Sarah. yeah the, the kid who had to sing I was yeah. basically uh, that guy I went into like a, a, some area I, I can't even remember it was the bathroom where I was looking for the bathroom or stuff, but I was in some place of it and then these guys came in a bunch of them <laughs> Uh, Kerry Talbot just now passed away. He's like a little comic guy. And he was, they started doing coke, only they didn't um, like make me sing. The guy turned, he's like, hey, uh, who are you? And one of them was like, uh, one of them knew who I was from the comedy scene. The guy who had the party had no idea who I was, like being a new guy. And then he, uh, he said, do you want to do a bump? And I was like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> and he's like, it's a big pile of coke. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and it was the, it was the first time I ever saw like a CD. Well, CDs. It's probably with a with like a big pile of coke on it. And I was like, oh no, I don't I don't do cocaine. And they're like, come on, it's a, you, you want to do some? Oh, it's a big coke party. And then. Uh, <laughs> Right, right as as I was being peer pressured into a big uh, bump of coke on a on a CD in a party, Erwin uh, Barker walked in, and I don't know if you know who he is, but he was uh, he's a comedian, wrote for Twenty Two. He was a nerd comic before there were any nerd comics. Mm. He was like an older guy. He wore glasses, really smart, uh, always in a suit, not a party type, but he was at this party happened to open the door while they were doing that. And he's like, he said, Damon, you don't want to get into that shit and pulled me out of the room. So I didn't have to sing. <laughs> um, I was saved by a, uh, the only like man, he was probably, you know, 35 at the time or whatever. Uh, he's sort of a Canadian legend in comedy now, but uh, who say, who pulled me out of there. And then I just returned into the party because I was trying to sleep with Anna Paquin's sister. <laughs> really? Was at the party, yeah. <laughs> so I was trying to pick her up. It kind of worked. I left the party with her and that, but I didn't. Uh, Anna Paquin was not there. 
just okay. her half sister. So, um, yes. Yeah, so I don't know if Seth based the singing kid on me telling him about the big bump. In the room. <laughs> well, that sounds like it when he goes. That's a. It's a big pile a, of cocaine yeah. or whatever that sounds it's like it's a big pile of cocaine uh, so, <laughs> and and no fight no fight happened like i don't uh, that i remember i might have left the party before then i don't remember you know a guy that we knew being piled out front and beat up in front of everyone mm-hmm. and nobody was stealing drinks but that's what he and i only found out that he based it on that a few years later i saw him here in Vancouver talking about it, and then uh we, I just was, te- I was texting with him about it. So <laughs> I don't know how he, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know everything about it, but that's, that's the party it's based on. Wow. That's, so that's crazy. Yeah. That's our yeah. most iconic party story. So <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that your most iconic party story? Is, yeah. The, the, I was at the real super bad party. The real super bad party looked like more fun than the one I was at in a way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The music was better. I can tell that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, All right. I'm glad that like well most comedians have stopped partaking in the cocaine and I'm really glad because like cocaine just ruined parties yeah it, it just cocaine was it, like the OG party ruiner mm-hmm. it, it tends to ruin them because the cocaine people uh, get fired up and don't stop talking yeah and wreck everything yeah, and they, it's not it, like um, they're like riffing or whatever. They're just no. like talking intensely, and you know? it's and it steps up. There a sudden darkness kind yeah. of fills the party. Yes. It goes from a fun. There's no danger to that slight element of danger. Remember, we talked about yeah. you know in a party yeah. you can detect some danger. Yeah, <laughs> that begins yeah. to happen, right? And that uh, and I guess it keeps going long after we leave. Oh, yeah. so mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that's that's the super bad super bad story for you. Damn, yeah, yeah that was really good. That was a good one. Yeah, <laughs> I liked it. Should we do TMI corner? Yeah. All right, you you have a pretty interesting sounding TMI corner. Come along, kids. It's TMI corner. Do you guys participate in the TMI corner or do I just fire into it and you're um, like, oh, that is too your, much information? We get your story and then we like do something off of it. Okay. Yeah. If we have anything relating, yeah. Okay. So they, uh, like I said, the email I got was like, oh, be ready for a TMI. This was not sent by you guys. It was sent by the Comedy Here Often yeah. podcast uh, director who yeah. said it's usually something sex related and gross. How dare he? That's, How that's, dare he? That guy's that's, a real cunt. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the word on the street from the director's word of your podcast. He also said your podcast is one of his favorites. Well, and, he's still oh. a cunt. <laughs> um, so, I guess for too much information would be, I can tell your listeners that I, when I was 20, um, died uh, in an ambulance on the way to the hospital and had what you would call uh, out of body experience. Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. So, That's uh, yeah. Crazy. Yes. Um, but uh, the way I was dying, I didn't, I didn't know. Here's the thing is I didn't know I was dying when I had it or that I was actually in any danger. Really? Because, mm-hmm. uh, yes. I had uh, my spleen had ruptured. Holy I knew God. I was in a bit of danger. You know, you're in a bit of danger when you're in an ambulance, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but Skin my heads, element of danger, spleen ruptured, no danger. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Danger's my middle name. I'm Austin Powers, it turns out here. Um, 
So I did uh, my spleen. So when your spleen ruptures, you're bleeding internally, but you don't know how bad it is, right? Mm -hmm. I had uh, I had ruptured my spleen surfing in Tofino, and luckily I had made it back home, and my mom found me passed out, like on the bathroom floor. I had showered, but I was bleeding internally, so I didn't know. Jesus. So they were, they kind of sat me up. I was blacking out. Uh, so you, I didn't know. So I was in the ambulance, and then. You know, I was driving along, and all of a sudden, if you want to know what an out-of-body experience feels like, it's uh, you're lying there. That you know when um, you know when you go to a roller coaster, and it and it you feel it like. Actually, that's not how it started. All of a sudden, I was lying there, and then I was above, just like you hear in all of them. Above, yeah. I could see myself and the ambulance attendant guy who was there beside me. Mm-hmm. Um above it not outside the ambulance oddly enough so you think like i was high enough to see everything but not like the, the roof wasn't cut off the ambulance i couldn't see through an ambulance roof still in the ambulance Whoa. and uh he wasn't he wasn't doing anything like he wasn't pumping away on my chest or that but i remember the feeling of like uh the, you have a feeling of like oh my god like you you're like i'm dying you're like i don't want to go i just kept thinking like i don't want to go i don't want to go and then it was like a uh, like a roller coaster. That feeling you get when it pulls your stomach down hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Felt felt that, and all of a sudden I was like lying in the gurney again, looking up at the guy for about a couple of seconds, and then I was out again above and thinking like, "This is that's it. I didn't get to stay in. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna." make it here but i was like i don't like i I got so much i still wanted to do like i didn't want to leave i didn't see any lights or anything i was still above and now the guy was sort of doing some stuff work you know he was doing something to me and then i i was back in my body and then i was in the hospital and i only found out after the operation that like i had died uh like my heart had stopped or whatever but my blood pressure got so low that my heart stopped on the on the ambulance ride they told him that afterwards, and I had the most complications. They had, the doctor said the most complications. See, they thought I was dead when they were sending me in to operate. Jesus like they, fucking Christ. So, you know, it, so this is what I experienced, and only afterwards did I find out, oh, you were actually, like, dead. Your heart had stopped. I just thought maybe it was, like, a hallucination because you're low on blood or yeah. any of that. And, mm-hmm. and who knows, maybe it is, but that's what I saw. And then it turned out, you know, I explained this to, I was, t- I think it was my mom. I was telling, this was a long time ago. I told my mom afterwards and she's the one who told me, oh, you were dead in the ambulance. Jesus. Right. Oh, so nice. I found out post that I found out all the, that I was dead in the ambulance after like, you know, I had been sewn up. I woke up, I, my mm-hmm. stomach was stapled shut. I was in the hospital for like 12 days. Oh my God. And yeah. And then How they old were you? I was 20. I had just turned 20. And uh, yeah, I'd gone surfing and just, yeah, ruptured. So I spent, that's back when, you know, I guess that actually is how I wound up learning stand-up or thinking about stand-up comedy because I had to recover for a couple of months Mm -hmm. and I just watched it while I was lying there and couldn't do anything, right? I started thinking, oh, I can do this. But damn. so if you got any questions for out of body, (laughs) fire away. House wreckers. <laughs> that is fucking crazy. Do you still surf? That's one question I had. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do I still surf? You know what? I, I don't. I went and tried surfing again. Yeah. Uh, about five years ago uh, in California. And 
once again had a horrific wipeout Ooh. and landed like uh, it was more shallow. My face hit the bottom like oh into God. the sand. So I was just standing beside my surfboard throwing up because I had a concussion. So I really should surf. God does surf. not want you to surf. No, he does not want me to surf. And that's and we used to surf like in wetsuits in Tofino where it's very cold. Right. Yeah. But I grew up on Vancouver Island, so we would go over there for a surf weekend. And I never really surfed after that. I I moved to Vancouver, so my surf career really ended. I snowboarded in that and I've gone you know, I go to Hawaii with the family and I'll boogie board or something. Nice. But I really don't step on a surfboard anymore. Yeah, fair enough. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think it was out of being terrified of almost dying. Like the spleen rupture was just a, you know, a fluke of hitting the waves all the time for hours. And, and I had yeah. mono. I had mono. Oh, oh yeah. Mono makes your spleen, spleen like enlarged, right? Enlarged, right? So yeah. you're a kid. You got mono. And the doctor's like, you got mono. You probably shouldn't be going out or whatever but it was the bc day weekend and i was like i'm not missing this party whatever so <laughs> yeah. i went to tofino and i remember my friends even said when i showed up like who brought keith richards like i looked that sick right like <laughs> i was already a mess when i got there but that didn't stop me from wow you know, taking acid yeah. and going surfing <laughs> so sounds uh, great yeah Jesus. yeah that's yeah. fucking great i've never met anyone but, who has had an out-of-body experience uh, before yeah we we tend not to talk about it Fair but enough. i thought when it came to it i've never had to do a too much information segment before yeah <laughs> so i thought this is more information than i'm comfortable giving out so i might as well do it in public do you not talk about it because you think people are going to call you like a, a weird, crazy person or something? Like they they, I, they think you're going to be some kind of spiritual nut or something? Yeah, mm -hmm. I just don't want to be on the Bigfoot UFO spotters team. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You don't want to yeah. be like, oh, yeah, Mr. Out of Body over there, right? Because oh, yeah. <laughs> you, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you don't, like even having had it, I don't have any better explanation than some guy you see on TV or, or anything like that is the weird yeah. part. You're kind of yeah. like, I don't know for sure what that was. I know Crazy. what I experienced. Was I hallucinating? Was I out? I don't. It didn't make me think like, oh, heaven's definitely there. Yeah. Or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it made yeah. me think like uh, the feeling I got was like, oh, something's something really weird is going on. And yeah, I thought Jesus. I was dying. So and it turned out I was. So I guess either that's your last gasps and things go black. Yeah. Or uh, or I was just about to be heading up to the light and hanging out with some relatives. Nice. Or, or you're going to be or, a ghost and you are going to be floating. I could be floating or I could be fired. <laughs> I could be fire jumping like that 38-year-old oh, yeah. for eternity. You don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seems like a good time to keep that party going. Yeah. yeah that, that, guy, that guy goes to hell. He's got it made. He can fire yeah. jump for forever. <laughs> wow, that's fucking crazy. So wait, yeah. have you talked to like other people who have had like shit like this happen? I, uh, we don't. Like a forum? Have, I, have I ever gone to a, <laughs> a seminar where it's like you have to be? Yeah. Uh, you know what? I've never gone to a forum, but I did talk to. There's a guy who does comedy in Nanaimo that's about 70. He calls himself Grandpa Comedy or something. I don't know if you've ever met him. <laughs> no. If you guys have ever gone over to do the show at the Queens. Uh, but he, we had a talk about it one night because he drowned in the bottom of a pool when he was a kid. Whoa. Mm -hmm. And so he was dead for, I forget what, I think he was dead long. He was dead longer than me, like four minutes or something like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, and we did have a similar, like the feeling, like when we actually got into talking about it, our, our, our feeling, what we experienced was pretty similar. 
Wow. Uh, that you really, because he was said he was up above the pool. He could see himself lying in the bottom of the pool. Yeah. And then the people come in to pull him out. Wow. So it's, we, and why you're above and why the stories are always above yourself. Mm. I, I don't know if that means, you know, you're a good guy and you were going up yeah. to get in a harp and play in the clouds. Like I haven't yeah. heard anyone who was like, I died and I, all I could see was my back lying above me <laughs> yeah. as I descended down into a vines. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to look so, at that kid's ass? Yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> you know what? I, that's funny that you should, that I should actually check. There's probably, now that we have things like this, podcasts and a whole universe online, mm-hmm. there probably is some people oh. who have died seminar group that, that meets. Sure in yeah. zoom meetings once a week that i could probably crash <laughs> and be like i'm new Some jokes <laughs> yeah, i'm damon i'm an out-of-body guy and then i tell my experience and show it oh we got a new one here everyone claps and, <laughs> and you join so now you've got me now you got me curious and i've got something to do during this pandemic hey there you go you're welcome that's what yeah. we're here for yeah thanks guys yeah. what about you got no out of bodies for either of you um I, I only was... get into bodies, my friend. Oh my uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> I hear that. I hear that. And a Packwood's cousin. <laughs> <laughs> now I have to look, look up what she looks like. No, um, man. Fuck. Out of body experience. I don't think yeah. so. No. Yeah, I've almost wish. died, but not that. Yeah. Yeah. Like almost died? Do you mean like you just about stepped off a curb and a car whizzed by? Um, or? I was choking, and if my mom hadn't found me, I would have choked to death. Ooh, how but, old? Um, like a kid, like pulling a sucker yeah, out of your mouth. Yeah, I was six, and I was laying in bed, you know, playing with a quarter in my mouth. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Were you born in the forties? <laughs> and uh, the quarter fell back uh, um, into my throat, blocking the windpipe, and so I couldn't breathe, but I could throw up. So okay. I was um choking barfing and my my mom my room was right next door to my mom and dad's room so my mom like ran in found me put her hand all the way into my throat and took the quarter out wow and got it out of there so you were building up pressure too because you were (laughs) well you asked about my girlfriend because about party things because she's (laughs) a bit of a drinker but she i choked she got me um she found out I loved maraschino cherries. Mm-hmm. You guys know maraschino cherries, <laughs> the chocolate, the chocolate yeah. covered maraschino cherries. We just, we had just been together for a little bit. I was talking about how I loved them. I think she got them for me for Valentine's day or something mm-hmm. and a whole box. And I hadn't really had a box. I was popping them back. Like I was, <laughs> like I was Peg Bundy from Mary the Children, <laughs> like her ball. I was yeah. just firing back uh, these maraschino cherries and uh, one got like lodged in my throat. I had never choked before. And I always thought that you could just like uh, breathe through your nose, like just take the back route. Yeah. Like just yeah. take the back, yeah. stay yeah, exactly. calm and take the back roads around yeah. the roadblock, right? I thought only a loser would try and keep breathing through their throat. <laughs> um, no, turns out all the roads are blocked, right? So yeah. I was, that's when I realized I was choking and like, you can't call for 911. So I was saying to her like, Cho- I'm choking and she was like, uh-huh, real funny comedian, right? She didn't know me long enough to know. She thought I was joking. I tried. To, so it took her, you know, 20 seconds, maybe not, but like a bit to realize I was actually choking. 
And then she's only like five foot two, five one, five two. So she came around and tried to whatever uh, Heimlich maneuver me, Heimlich, you know, when you're doing yeah. Yeah. But she's just small. So all I ha- all I was doing now was I basically, she was jumping up and now I basically was dragging her around on my back like Yoda while I was trying to get to a couch to smack myself on it. And then I hit the couch and Cherry popped out and I was alive. Yeah. But um, Holy hell. she didn't, I wouldn't say that was close to dying. That was just, because uh, I think uh, apparently when you choke on this stuff, they, you can pass out, they find you later. And, really? Yeah, you're okay. They, they, uh, you're brain dead <laughs> really? for a while. Some people, yeah, they find like they've choked, yeah. but there's enough air going through them. I don't know. You just pass out from lack of air. I, I guess don't... like the chocolate would melt, and then it would create like some space, and then the cherry would like slide yeah. down eventually. Yeah, eventually. And, and well, some people, I guess, choke to death. But every now and then, I guess you know, it would be awful to be found. Mm-hmm. Just maraschino in a cherry. Pa- maraschino cherry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What happened to Schritter? A, mar- a maraschino cherry got him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cherry on top. Yeah. yeah. It's not the way you think you're going to go out. Oh, box of maraschino cherries. I was having the greatest day of my life and it all ended. <laughs> <laughs> going out on top, though, that wouldn't be yep. so bad. Yeah. You know, worst ways to die, I'll tell you that. You're yeah. Dead. I guess th- I guess there is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, definitely. I think, yeah. like, I, I'm getting more and more paranoid about death as I get older. Like, I'll hear a helicopter in the air and I'll be like, it's going to crash into my apartment. I'm going to die. It's going to chop me up in the freaking <laughs> propeller. Yeah, like, you're also mentally unwell. I am. So. <laughs> that, that is getting... I don't, I don't know how paranoid you were before you started getting more paranoid but if you yeah. hear a helicopter and think it's going to kill you paranoid then you were probably at normal thoughts of death before that like, yeah, that's, that, you've gone pretty extreme when you hear a helicopter you think i'm gonna die there's a helicopter near me yeah you are but i keep the- thinking about how like these crazy accidents happen to people all the time and like you always think you're not going to be one of them and now i think like what if i was one of them like i'm one of those people where like a tire just shoots out from a car accident and it just hits me in the head and i'm just dead you know you think you might be because that does happen yeah i think only i feel like only certain types of people are run over by cars or hit with random flying tires only certain types of people. I think, you know, they're the same type of person who couldn't carry a ladder along the side of your house yeah. without hitting everything. They're not yeah. aware of what's going on all around them. Yeah. I think those people get clipped by cars, yeah. tires. Yeah. Usually uh, white woman, mid-30s, yeah. lives yeah. alone. Though, like, I do, Paranoid. Yeah. I do think, like, people who are accident prone are probably the ones that's going to happen to. Because, like, I've always had fast reflexes, which is, like, why I've never been like seriously injured or anything you know so you do get out of the way but you have some close calls yeah i've uh i guess everybody says they want to die in their sleep but i don't know that i was like what if i i was like ah that would be lousy i had a big day planned yeah (laughs) you know you think you're gonna wake up tomorrow you had all your plans yeah Yeah, and you never you never make it like that's the worst like uh i guess then you don't know you're dying but i'm standing up yeah yeah. <laughs> Take me out right on the corner. Tire. Head. Tire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bobby, do you think about that? Do you get all paranoid about uh, dying? 
No, not really. Yeah, I've uh, kind of just accepted it at this point. You know, you go, to, you get in a car with a, enough of these like comedians, and you're like, <laughs> you really are taking your life in your own hands, like on the regular. So, there's, yeah. Enough of these? You mean like clown car numbers of comedians? <laughs> yeah. Like how many yeah, you can yeah. fit in a car, yeah, or you mean just the fact that one is driving? Just the fact that one is driving. Like, okay, uh, you know, yeah. I've been in the car with like Chris Abel enough times where I'm like. It's as likely as not that I'm going to die on this car ride. Yeah. It's like, you know, I, I kind of just live my life like that where I'm like, it could really happen any moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There is some danger, especially when you're starting out at stand up and you're the uh, guy who doesn't get to drive. Yeah. You're yeah, in yeah, Alberta yeah. and it's that guy's car and yeah. he's, mm. he's doing 160 kilometers oh, an yeah. hour in a snowstorm and he's just fucking, yeah. and he's like yeah fucking don't worry about a west coaster we know how to drive in snow or whatever yeah, yeah, right yeah, they yeah, think yeah. they're some experts <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah one hand on the wheel just fucking cruising yeah yeah one hand on the wheel there we go well should we that, should we wrap it up? Yeah. Is that how did, long these go? Do you guys have a certain time? We do like usually 45 to okay. an hour. Um, did you have anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah. yeah, you can tell them that uh, myself and Paul Meyerhog are on the Microdose podcast, which is on, we're on the same network. There yeah. we go. The Comedy Here Often Network. That's how I came to be a host. Well, I know you guys from stand-up, too. <laughs> yeah. But we're cro- I know where you guys are in the super station right now at head office oh, yeah. doing the recording. <laughs> I was like, oh, impressive. You guys are uh, <laughs> in the big wig studio. Yeah. So I'd say, you know what, There's an, I got an album out called uh, Comics Delight or whatever, but it's mostly the podcast. It's the real fun during this pandemic. Thank God nice. we have these mm-hmm. to do, right? Yeah, better than nothing. Yeah, I mean, that's for sure. That's it. Is yeah. this or nothing? We're down to the podcasting or nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's the only thing I'd, I'd say is Sweet. listen to the Microdose podcast. Yeah, listen to it. Especially um, after all the drug talk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'll just plug, uh, uh, follow me on Instagram, Twitter at Randy Noodle and listen to my album, Bad Baby, and follow the podcast at So You Ruin the Party Again on Instagram. Oh, and like and subscribe. Like, subscribe and rate us. Yes. I keep, I keep forgetting to say That's, this. The YouTubers really learn to do that. I watch the YouTube guys and they're like, like, yeah, subscribe. That's exactly. something weird. We're comics. We're not used to telling people, yeah. clap. That's actually yeah. like us. Said. That's I their, like yeah. and subscribe. <laughs> and all my jokes. <laughs> I like, that's good, Bobby. That's actually a good opener now. You can just go oh, out and say that. Like, yeah, I like and subscribe to me, and away you go. <laughs> Anything, Sweet. Bobby? I got nothing to plug. Uh, nothing to you know, follow the podcast. <laughs> they're already here they might yeah. as well follow it yeah exactly yeah. i'm not gonna kill you Fuck. yeah leave a review so we can read the review yeah um we're gonna be doing some new stuff soon so we're gonna be taking advice if you want to send oh, us yeah. um things you need advice about um we are good at it <laughs> Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, and that's it. Uh, thanks for doing the podcast, Thank you. Jamie. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. This really, yeah, yeah, this really broke up the middle of my day. I was there just, I had, a, I had a nap <laughs> planned on either side of this. That's oh, perfect. Oh, yeah, yeah, perfect. Go get that second one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys. Thanks, okay. guys. All right. Bye. See you later. So you ruined the party again with Randy and Bob. 
Ta-ta! Right, farewell. So.